the big question is this. How do pastors like us who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Hope everything is going well. Welcome to this episode of Ministry Hackers. I just had a thought that I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, my car recently broke down, um, which is very annoying. I'm sure all of us at some point have had a car breakdown on us. I personally have lots of frustrations with cars. I really don't like dealing with them. And so I tend to just let somebody else deal with it. So I took it into the shop and they determined that it, they needed to keep it for a few days. And so I was going to have to do a rental, which is fine with me. They gave me this really nice brand new uh, car. Um, I want to say, what was it? A Chevy Traverse. Um, it's really nice. My kids are not very happy that we have to give it back uh, tomorrow, but really nice has, has a lot of the new bells and whistles that the new cars have. This one in particular had all the sensors. And so um, so it was really different for me uh, driving because all of my cars are old and all of the cars I've ever driven have been old just because I don't like paying a lot of money for a brand new car. So um, so I'm used to just normal cars that when you drive them, you, they do what you tell them to do. Well, now with the new cars and the sensors, this one in particular, uh, I would try to merge or change lanes or whatever, and it would correct me. It would push me back. And the first time I did that, I was like, oh, what is that? And then I did it again. And I was like, I don't think I like that. I don't like the fact that I'm, you know, trying to turn and it's, you know, it's pushing me back in the lane. It's trying to keep me safe. But I didn't like that feeling that I, you know, wasn't responding the way I wanted to. And, and my immediate thought was, oh, man, I just don't like that change in the car, which then my thought was, I don't think I would want this car. But as I stopped for a second, and I was just kind of thinking about it. I realized that this is the direction cars are going. So, you know, as I continue to buy cars, at some point I will purchase a car that has sensors. And, and at some point, all of the cars will have sensors. That will be the only option, cars that have sensors. And then, you know, maybe we'll get to a point that the cars will just drive themselves for us. And I realized that I could either sit back and complain or, you know, not like the change, not like the sensors in the car and, you know, say, oh, that's not for me or that's not what I want. And so I'm going to stick with my, you know, older version cars that, that respond the way I want them to and don't try and keep me safe and correct my driving. And then my next thought was, I wonder how many people think about change in general that way. Well, I just don't like that. I don't, I don't like how that feels. I don't like how that, uh, how, how that isn't the way I'm used to, or isn't the way that it, you know, it's always been for me. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just going to resist that change. It's fine for everybody else, but for me, it's just not the right thing. And in the church, we even spiritualize it. Well, that's just not God's will for my life, or that's not God's plan for my life, or that's not how God has made me. So I, I'm just, I'm not going to get behind that change because you know, God doesn't want that for me. And, and maybe that's the case, maybe. But in my experience in working with people and being in ministry, oftentimes we spiritualize our resistance to change. Because at the end of the day, all of us resist change on some level. Even those, who, those of us who embrace change 
um, more readily than others, there's still a point where we're like, oh, I don't really know about that. And then we decide to dive in. And I realized that as the car is going to continue to change and I will eventually at some point, whether I choose to now or I'm forced to later, I will have to adjust to the sensors that are keeping me safe and correcting my uh, below average driving apparently. <laughs> and I think that there, we're in this season right now where we're faced with that. You know, church is being forced to change. Now, some of us chose to change months and even years ago. We chose to make some of the adjustments that other churches are having to make right now. Others of us, we are being forced to, we have to, we don't have the option because uh, the, 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 the things that are happening in our, in our country and things that are happening in our communities and the restrictions and COVID and all of those things, we are being forced to change whether we want to or not. And the reality is, is that most of the changes are moving us forward into a new phase or a new situation and, and most likely will we'll put us in a better position to reach people. But the question is, is how are we going to, how well are we going to embrace that? How well are we going to say, yes, I recognize that I'm uncomfortable. Yes, I recognize this isn't how I like it. But at the same time, I also recognize that this is the way things are going. Now, I'm not talking about if we're being asked to compromise our biblical principles or we're being asked to compromise something that you know is is god ordained in scripture but a lot of times we don't like change to ministry most of what we do as the church and in ministry most of that is we've created that whether it's we've created it over the years of tradition of church or whether we've created it in our own uh, ministries and in our own churches the reality is, is most of the things that we do on a Sunday morning and throughout the course of the week in our church, man has created that to fill a need to serve God and serve people. But what that means is, is that the mission of serving God and serving people is the part that doesn't change. The ministry, the models, the practices, the tactics, those things, those things change. And most of them are changing now. And some of them, we have had the opportunity to change long before this season came and we've, we've just resisted. We've said, no, that's not for me. No, that's not for us. That's not how we're going to do it. And now we're being forced to, and I don't know about you, but when I'm forced to do it, I do it because I have to, but I'm not excited about it. I'm not embracing it. I'm not spending the time figuring out how to do it best. I'm just complying. I'm saying, oh, okay, I'll just do it because I have to. And the thing is, is, when we change because we have to, we do it half-heartedly at best. And we don't do it well most of the time. And so my encouragement to you today is right now, especially in this season that we're in, is consider what are the changes that are happening that you are resisting or you're fighting against or you're saying, that's not really for us. But when you step back, you realize they are eventualities. You know, online church, I think, is something that, you know, is probably the biggest thing you know, that we're all dealing with some form of online church. We have some pastors who are saying, I don't like online church. Online church is unbiblical, whatever. And you can engage in that argument. But the reality is, is that culture and society and people that we're trying to reach are watching videos constantly all the time. And so if we're not doing what we can to reach them, then 
at some point, either we will phase out as the church or your local expression will phase out or we will just become ineffective and will exist without reaching others. And that's just an example. My point though, is that change is happening around us all the time. And those of us who embrace change, who ground ourselves in biblical uh, principles, who ground ourselves in the word, but embrace the change that's happening around us. Those of us who do that will always be one step ahead of the change because we will have chosen to change before we had to. We will embrace it with more of a, a, a zeal and excitement and we'll learn how to do it well and do it effectively. And we will see more impact because we're making the choice to change rather than being forced to change. And so that's my encouragement to you. Look around yourself today. Look around what's happening in your church, in your community. Look around and say, what is the change that I'm fighting that is an eventuality and that I need to just make the change so that I can use it effectively and adjust and reach people and make an impact for the kingdom of God? Because we're all there. We're all, that's the mission. We're all advancing God's kingdom. We're all changing lives. We're all trying to do that. The question is, is are we doing it because because we want to build our own kingdoms and we want to build our own churches? Or are we doing it because it's the most effective thing that we can do to change lives? And what are the changes we need to make in order to keep doing that? And so, so I hope that all of us can embrace change on some level today, this week, uh, this month, as we go into the fall. We're still dealing with all kinds of different things. And are we open to change or are we fighting it? Because the more we fight it, the more we tend to lose um, in the long run. And so, so that's my encouragement. Change is scary, sure. Um, but those of us who embrace it and those who innovate and those who come up with great cool ideas and implement those and shift things, we see huge increases in people coming to Jesus, discipleship happening, all of those things. And so the more we can do that on our own by choice, the more effective we're going to be. So good luck as you embrace change. Um, don't let fear hold you back. Uh, overcome those obstacles. And let's see how we can advance God's kingdom and make a difference in our own communities. I'll see you in the next episode.